When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Uh, sound advice a little bit later. Morning, Glory Jeopardy. It's all happening. Uh, but it's time for Movie of the Week. And the film today is one of my very favourites in the last decade. Uh, this is a beauty. Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Just got lost and a little turned around. Oh, horse shit. Hippies came up here to smoke dope on a dark road, huh? Next time you want to try that, fix your fucking muffler. Look, we're really sorry we disturbed you. Look, Chief, you don't belong here. Now take this mechanical asshole and get it off my street. Hey! Dennis Hopper, move this piece of shit. All right, well, just give me a moment to turn it around. Well, drive it backwards, dumb nuts. Benny Hogarth. Uh... Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt are so good in this. I actually think in, in a career full of, like, huge highs, I think this is close to Brad Pitt's apex. I think he's so good in this. Ooh. I, wow. I tend to agree, Matty. Never saw this, World War Z? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, no, yeah, because Brad, Brad Pitt's obviously had his peaks and troughs in his career. Like Not the, a lot of troughs. Oh, he's had some troughs. He's seen Meet Joe Black. There's a trough. I uh, love Meet Joe Black. Oh, of course you, great, of course you that's do. That's a great movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, but like to get two actors of this calibre, DiCaprio and Pitt together, it's like you know, going back into the days of Newman and Redford. Yeah. Together. And that's then, how big. I mean, that's how big. Newman and Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, and, and you've got uh, Al Pacino. The Al quality Pacino. of the periphery characters. Yeah, and then, then, and then the, obviously the, the new Hollywood in Margot Robbie being thrown in there with the mix. But, the, you know, this is Tarantino's, you know, most recent attempt to rewrite history. Obviously, uh, you know, the Manson family murders. But, Oof. oh, geez, I tell you what, when I saw this, I was at the, um, the cinema up there, the Orpheum. In Sydney, and just the crowd was on its feet at the end when Brad Pitt and his trusty dog oh. go ballistic on Manson. They were on their feet. They were on their feet cheering. People were cheering. In the cinema, they were on the their cinema. feet. Yeah. Well, I, I, was there with, have, I, was, I would have complained. It was, it was unbelievable because, you know, the, in, this, in the end, that scene is like extravagant violence against women. Yeah. And people, men and women were cheering because they're like, yes, okay, take so, that right, Manson so that family. I've noted to ask, that w- that was the thing that I just thought was, what? why, ex- talk us through the, that scene. Obviously, that was like obviously they were meant wrong. to go, you know, in, in the history, the, the Manson the Manson murders, they went and killed, you know, Sharon Tate and mm. Roman Polanski. And they were on their way to do that in the film. But of course, when they yeah, run across yes. Rick Dalton, they go, "Hey, let's let's put some vengeance on this guy, <laughs> this guy instead." I think, and they walk into Brad Pitt, who's high on acid, and uh, and his trusty dog, and he sets the dog on the three hippies. 
I tell you what, he did it. He did a brilliant job of demonising the hippies. Oh, wow. Communes. He, he, it's to the point, as you said at the end. There, he's just like, can I get you know, yeah, get, get him. him. But how much, him. like, how much criticism did Tarantino get for that scene? I because it was very violent. You're right. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of violence, violence especially when Rick Dalton, Leonardo DiCaprio, comes out and lights up his flamethrower and torches one of them in the pool. <laughs> Tarantino, he's he's sort of he just doesn't dip his toe in. So he's got balls. Like you know, yeah. for instance, with the you know, Cliff Booth and Bruce Lee scene, to do yeah. that, yeah, you know, you're which, dealing with a guy's legacy. Yeah. yeah, which which got a lot of criticism from Bruce Lee's family, who said, "How dare you." You know, drag my father into How dare you, you know, um, put him in, you know, make him a bit of a character. Do, do you want me to give you the insight into that? Okay. Yeah, please. Reading a book at the moment, The Last of the Action Heroes, and it goes into the making of all these films. And one of the chapters is about Steven Seagal and what an asshole he is, right? And in a lot of ways, a bullshit artist, mm. right? So he's on the set of uh, Out for Justice. I love ter- I love the names of the but a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great Eddie, movie. Well, okay, <laughs> his one inch ponytail. Yeah. Um, okay, so they they've shot a scene, and as he's had it said, Seagal uh, in between scenes holds court, telling people about all his uh, his Buddhist views and all the things he's done. Anyway, they're between scenes, and he starts bragging to all the cast and crew, saying that calling himself the toughest man on the planet. A person on set points over to this 55-year-old guy and says, you're not the toughest guy on the planet. He is. Now, the guy's name was Gene LaBelle, and he was a, he was a stuntman in the late 60s. So Gene LaBelle's sitting there, and this is where Tar- Tarantino took the scene from. He's sitting there having a tuna sandwich, and Seagal challenges him, and he goes, just let me finish my sandwich first. Finishes the sandwich, gets up, and flogs Steven Seagal, <laughs> right? That's, that's round one. Seagal, he chokes Seagal out, right? Seagal gets to his feet and walks over as to reconcile, to shake Gene's hands, and dick flicks him. Gets the old dick oh. flick. Oh, so Gene LaBelle goes, you want to do that? Okay, round two. And beats him to such a pulp, Steven Seagal doesn't just piss himself, but shits himself. <laughs> That is where. That's a flogging. That's where. That's where Tarantino <laughs> took that scene. Is yeah, that right? right? I guess. Yeah. Well, Tarantino is renowned for borrowing true stories and borrowing different character names, dialogues from old sixties and seventies movies that he drops into his movies. They're nods. They're, They're nods. nods. But he does it as but nods. One hundred percent. I no, no way am I saying he's stealing things. No, no, he's no. He's brilliant. But he. But but this one in particular, there's a lots of nods in this one. Yeah, and it's compared yeah. to his. Yeah, if you're and especially if you're a real cinephile, if you love. Movies from all genres and all countries, Taran- and which Tarantino does, like with his love of B movies and exploitation, he really flexes it. His Margot Robbie's good in it. Oh, yeah. so good. But remember, but he got challenged, Tarantino. Remember for, for her not having enough dialogue in the movie. Mm. Remember when it was at Cannes, they and he got and he and Tarant- they asked a, a reporter asked Tarantino that question. He was like, "I reject that hypothesis," and like he was. Really offended well, it, is, by it. it is bizarre. Like, why is there like quota? A story is a story. Whatever the story is, exactly. Like, well, yeah. Sharon Tate's sister cried, saying that she was amazed by Margot Robbie's yeah. performance of her sister. She didn't, she endorsed the movie. She yeah. thought it was. Um, uh, talking about uh, perfect characters and cameos, Austin Butler, who's yeah. the protector of the hippie. 
commune who's on the yeah who, who plays Tex Watson one of the, yes. the one of the, obviously the guys in the Manson murders what but a, yeah. who was such a small little character there the Tarantino like he's gone bang this guy's going to be big he's then Elvis and he's now in the new in the uh, June part two and will be enormous again oh, he, he's yeah. he's on the up he's going to be I the should, next great it shows you the quality of Tarantino's writing in the fact how he does his scenes is almost a throwback. To the past, some of the scenes are so long, but they've got such suspense and such good yeah. dialogue you don't realize. Like the scene where he goes in to see his old colleague at the hippie commune and he's yeah. just laying there. And now, I want to see him, and now who, he's sleeping. Who apparently was going to be Burt Reynolds playing that that character, but he died just before they started filming, so I had to oh, bring yeah. in Bruce Dern to play that character. Gee, it made me feel that movie made me feel so strange <laughs> because of the alternative ending. It yeah. just was like so. Like, is this right? Is this not right? It feels right, but it makes it's. Is it wrong well, it's, the way it's being handled? Well, it's once upon a time in Hollywood. It's once upon a time. It is, and and Tarantino just did it in Glorious Bastards. It's oh, it's the myth. Oh, it's a fairy tale. You know, it's all about what we wish ah, happened in history, right? That's it. It's the it's the ending we wish. Yeah, it happened. One hundred percent. Like, how good would it be if the entire Nazi <laughs> hierarchy were in a theater, getting burnt down and. You know, a band of you know Jewish what? rebels what? were machine gunning Nazis. It's unbelievably <laughs> I, awesome. I, I thought that's how the war ended. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't that a documentary. <laughs> and then calves are swastika into one of the guy's heads. Oh. Like it's so good. Who's, who's better, Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt in this film? Brad Pitt, by mile. I agree. <sighs> I think he's he's. Got a rig on him when, yeah. he's, on that, when he's on the roof there. Yeah. Oh. Was he like 55, 60? Is, Brad, isn't he your age, mate? Oh, mate, uh, look, I think he's a little older than me, <laughs> but we share a lot in common, such as the rig Brad, and the face. Brad, Brad Pitt knows where he's at in his career and he plays into Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like he, does. he really just leans into, yeah, I'm an aging, good looking actor, and he leans into that. He also reckons he's, but has he been better since he got off the booze? Yeah, I, I, I like. I'll say no. no. <laughs> so what you I'm fool, saying to you what is, you, what are you doing? Uh, what about uh, favourite scene? I, I do love the Bruce uh, Cliff That's Booth, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Yeah. You already say he's talking about beating Muhammad Ali, and he laughs. Oh, yeah. Did I say something funny? He goes, "You're a uh, you're a little man with a big chip on your shoulder." <laughs> kicking kicking the crap out of the hippie that put a knife oh. in the tire of Cliff Booth's car at the commune. That was a good scene. That, too. That, <laughs> and tell, tells him to change it. That's a good one. How did, now a question on Tarantino movies because you see with Wes Anderson movies, big stars all going it for a lot less money. Is yep. that the case with Tarantino movies? Like, mm. How big a budget was this movie? Uh, this movie was $90 million. Mm. So I would say the the actors were all paid, you know, a good rate. $90 million. $90 million, Which, there's not much CGI in this. So there's not much, you know, so it would all go, I reckon it will go to Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. You know, but it, the problem is he writes these roles for these guys. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. not like, oh, I've written a role, uh, let's audition. Although... Macaulay Culkin apparently auditioned for this, and his audition was a disaster. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I find it hard to believe. But um, it made three hundred and seventy-seven million. So well, you know they get their money back, and that's Tarantino. Like, yeah. yeah, like people will. It's like you know, going and seeing Oppenheimer now at the cinema. People are going to go see it yeah, because it's a Christopher tomorrow. Nolan film, right? Yeah. If it's a Tarantino film, people will put bums on. I seats. just love the fact that he is one of the last bastions of. I'm going to make a story. And I'm nothing is going to dictate me the terms of what is going to be in this story. Like yeah. no social pressures, no social norms. It's just like there's a story. Hey, well, yeah. I'm telling. I interviewed uh, 
uh, Wendy Harmer once, mm. and she was a right, most awkward interview. And she goes, I interviewed Quentin Tarantino, and on air said, I just think your movie's too violent. Mm. And he said, he stared through me and just went, you're exactly the person I like. He goes, because I'll win you over. But he said he did it so aggressively. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. Anyway, at the end of the shift, he went, he went downstairs to Triple M or upstairs, wherever they were at that point in Bondi. And she said she was going down to the car park and the uh, lift opens up and it's Tarantino. And he just goes, come on, step inside. And she goes, no thanks, I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> I, wish there was a, wow. I wish there was a sequel to this movie. I think it's not going to happen, I wish there was. Yeah, let, we'll talk about this in the next break. But the, the power of Tarantino is like what Kepi was saying. He writes his own stuff. Mm, mm. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like telling so him. so many. It's yeah. just so, like, in the way Hollywood is now, it's so rare for a yeah. director to be like that. Wes Anderson's another one. You, can't, con- like you can't control him if he if he's the genius behind it all. Mm, yeah. Like if someone else is writing it or there's producers doing that, he does all himself. Well, the, so. the worry I have is is that he came through at a time where you could earn the right to get that power because 100%. money money talks. Yep. Whereas a young person coming through now, they'll just get canned straight away if they you know write stories like that. So they don't get to earn the right to do things Mate, that Clinton's doing. He wrote epic scripts prior to becoming a director. Like he wrote these iconic, you know, natural born yeah, killers yeah, or yeah. Um, true romance. Mm. He wrote these great films and then became a director, still independent, made Pulp Fiction. Well, he's earned the right by then. Interesting uh, uh, sidebar to some of his things he's done. He's, one of his favourite movies of all time is Wolf Creek. And he got in touch That's with John Jarrett and said, I want to make a movie with you. Come over and I'm working on a project and we'll get it done. So he went all, all the way over there, John Jarrett, was sort of hanging around for a month, six weeks, and he just went ghosted him, just went cold on him, right? Anyway, he got in touch with Quentin Tarantino and said, when I see you next time, I'm going to beat you up, right? <laughs> so t- Tarantino completely shit himself. And if you watch Django Unchained, yeah. that little addition at the end there, you go, why is that where he and John Jarrett – yeah, at the end there. Yeah. It is the weirdest. Doing American yeah. accent. Uh, doing Australian accents. Yes, and, and that was part of it. Yeah, right. He was yeah, terrified yeah. of John Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about Tarantino movies, though, like, you, like I watched Django Unchained again for the 20th time the other day, and you just pick up little things that you've never picked yeah. up before. Like they've, they're, they're, that, yeah, That's amazing movie making. What we're going to do, we're going to take a break. Opinion. After the break, uh, we're going to do the uh, three films which deserved a sequel and the three that didn't.